Well, good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore, and I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church that's located in Fort Washington, Maryland. You are on the Carolina Prayer Call line, and I'm grateful for your presence on this morning. We started talking about on last week this whole idea and thought around trusting the fact that God is in control, especially in light of what we see happening in our world, and we formulate in our mind and think that somehow God is not orchestrating or is sovereign and is making adjustments to the plan that he has for this world as we go along. And so I thought that we would look at this whole idea about really whether God is in control of um, everything that we are going through, and then asking the question and dealing with how much control does he have wrestling with the idea that if he is in control, in complete control, then who or what, if he's not, then who or what is? And how can we learn to trust that he is in control and um, rest in that? And so I wrestled with that, those things on last week. I want to continue, if you will, to talk about this whole idea about God um, being in control, in complete control. I want to continue that thought and um, talk with you about that as we prepare ourselves to intercede and to pray for those who've asked us to pray on their behalf. When um, you think about this, you all, um, literally, some people find it appealing to think that Satan has control over a certain amount of life and that God is constantly revising his plans to accommodate Satan's tricks. The book of Job is clear, is a clear illustration of just who has the sovereign power and who doesn't. I think Job's writings that we see in the Old Testament is a clear illustration of just who has the sovereign power and who doesn't. If you can recall, and for those who may not know, allow me to tell you that Satan came to God and in effect said, um, um, Job only serves you because you protect him. So God gave Satan permission to do certain things to Job, but no more. I, I want y'all to hear this. There are people who believe that Satan has control over a certain amount of our lives. And somehow that God is revising his plans to accommodate Satan and all of his um, tricks that he has for us. I'm saying to you and suggesting that the book of Job contradicts that. 
If you look at Job chapter 1, verses um, 6 through 22, this will be some good reading for you on today. Job chapter 1, I won't be able to walk through it. I'm just giving you, in essence, what's there. But in Job chapter 1, verse 6 through 22, what we come to know um, is that Satan had to go to God. And in essence, he says to him, um, Job only serves you because you protect him. So what God had to do was give permission. Hmm, y'all not listening to me. It's early in the morning. He had to give permission. He had to get permission. God had to get, God in fact gave permission, which meant Satan had to get permission. God gave Satan permission to do certain things to Job, but no more. Now, could Satan do more than that? <laughs> Here's the answer. No. And here's why. Because God is in control over Satan and his demons who try to, in fact, um, 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 frustrate God's plans at every step. Satan knew, Satan knew from the Old Testament that God's plans Oh, his plan was for Jesus to come to earth and be betrayed and crucified and resurrected and provide salvation for millions. If, and, and if there was any way to keep that from happening, Satan would have done it. If just one of the hundreds of prophecies about the Messiah could have been caused by Satan to fail to come to pass, the whole thing would have collapsed. But the numbers of independent free will decisions made by thousands of people were designed by God to bring his plan to pass in exactly the way he had planned it from the beginning. And Satan couldn't do a thing about it. Jesus was delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. If you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 23, it says, This Jesus delivered up according to the definite plans and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. There was no action by the Romans or the Pharisees or even Judas or anyone else that kept God's plan from unfolding exactly the way he purposed it from the foundation of the world. Ephesians chapter 1 says, "You are, we were chosen in him before the world was even created. We were in the mind of God to be saved by faith in Christ. That means, you all, that God knitted together Satan's rebellion, Adam and Eve's sin, the fall of the human race, and the death and crucifixion of Christ, all seemingly terrible events. But he did it to save us before he created us. He, y'all, right here is a perfect example of God working all things together for good. I know it seemed bad. I know it seemed like, you know, it was it was jacked up and we messed up. 
But you better know that God was working all of this together for the simple purpose of getting us back to him. Adam and Eve's rebellion, Adam and Eve's fall in the garden, Satan's rebellion, um, um, the death and crucifixion of Christ, all of that was working together for our good. Unlimited in power, unrivaled in majesty, not baffled by anything outside of himself, our God is in complete control of all circumstances, causing or allowing them for his own good purposes and plans to be fulfilled exactly as he has foreordained. Now, let me just tell you all this in closing. The only way to trust in God's sovereign control and rest um, in it is to know God. That's the only way. The only way to trust in God's sovereign control and rest in it is to know God. Know his attributes. Know what he has done in the past. And this, my brothers and sisters, will build confidence in him. In Daniel 11, um, verse 32, in that B clause, says, But the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. The people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. Imagine that kind of power in the hands of an evil, unjust God. Um, um, Or a God that really doesn't care about us. But here's the truth, y'all. We can rejoice in our God's sovereignty. Because it is overshadowed by his goodness, by his love, by his mercy, by his compassion, by his faithfulness, and his holiness. But we can't trust someone we don't know. And there's only one way to know God, and that's through his word. There is no magic formula to make us spiritual giants overnight. No mystical prayer that can be prayed three times a day to mature us or to build our faith and make us towers of strength and confidence. There's only the Bible, the single source of power that will change our lives from the inside out. But it takes effort. It takes diligence. It takes everyday effort to know God who controls everything. If we drink deeply of his word and let it fill our minds and hearts the sovereignty of God will become clear to us and we will rejoice in it because we will know intimately and trust completely the God who controls all things for his perfect purpose May I tell you in closing that in the end, we win. And while we, in fact, are looking at not the beginning, but we're looking at what's happening in the middle, I need you to know 
that if you fast forward and go to the end, you will discover that in the end, we win. My brothers and sisters, please know this. God is in control. I need you to trust him and to believe that he is sovereign and that everything that he's doing is working for our good. I need us to help me today to pray, if you will. Sister Tanya McClam and family is asking for prayer. Her husband Howard is in uh, in the hospital and um, recovering from major surgery. So we're lifting her husband in prayer today. Brother Howard, we're lifting him in prayer. Praying for Brenda Hunt on today. Brenda Hunt. Sam Hunt, we're praying. Bertram Saunders, we're praying. For Edgar um, Valen, we're praying. Mary Valen, we're praying. Hilton Smith, lifting you in prayer on today. I'm going to ask if you all would pray for Lorenzo Ross. Um, we're praying for him on today that God will deliver. Bring him home. We're believing God for that. There was an 11-year-old boy who took his life because of bullying. I want you all to pray for that family, if you will. God knows who he is. We're praying today for Sister Mary Davis, Deacon Evelyn Mack, Sister Martina Baxter, Sister Edna, Edna Monroe, we're continually lifting in prayer. Associate Pastor Talia White, that God will give glory and victory in her life. Velda Jones, we're lifting in prayer today. Marcella Balcom, we're lifting in prayer on today. Brother Larry Thomas, we are lifting in prayer, believing God that he's going to keep his hands on him, he and his family. We're believing God for that on today. Praying for Sister Gayling Musgrove, believing God for healing. I want to ask you all to pray for Robert and Brenda Briggs. We're praying for them on today. Praying for you, my brothers and sisters on this call. Praying for Elder William Henderson today and for his wife Nancy we lift in prayer we pray for Pastor Stephen Tucker and for Reverend Carol Brinkley I'm going to ask you all to continue to pray for Associate Pastor Bessie Hayes if you would lift her in prayer we're praying for the UBS company in Atlanta we're praying Stacey Tibbs, we are calling your name out in prayer today. I'm praying for the family of Doretha Williams, for Sam Collette and Kenny, believing that God's going to heal you in the transitioning of your mom. For Shelly Barnes, we lift in prayer on today. 
Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your power and for you being sovereign, for you being immutable. God, you you changeth not. We thank you, God, for what you are yet doing. For Ruth Ann Majors, we lift in prayer today. For people who will be traveling, we pray for traveling mercies. For people who are making their way to work, God, you have power to put a hedge of protection around us so that Satan would have to ask for permission. God, that's just how powerful you are. We, we're, we're grateful that we have writings in your word that Satan can only do what you allow. God, we're grateful for, for you leaving on record for us to understand and to comprehend your sovereignty. Thank you for leaving on record, God, that there is no demonic power that is more powerful than you. All are subject to you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Subject to you. And we, we're we grateful, God. We're grateful to know. We're grateful to know that all powers are subject to you. And, God, we have enough sense to know that if you allow something, it's because you have already deposited in us what needs to be done and there is a greater plan and you're working it out for our good and so lord i'm praying that you would keep your hands on all of the names i've called out that i've been asked to intercede on behalf we bombard you in heaven god because we know that um uh, our big brother Jesus is um, sitting on the right hand of you, and he is interceding as our high priest, God, on our behalf. And we are grateful that we have Jesus interceding because, Lord, we already know that we're guilty and that we don't deserve. But because of the um, blood of Jesus, God, we are made righteous and therefore, God, his righteousness is now imputed unto us. And so, Lord, we're able, we're able to come to you boldly to your throne. We're able to come to you and ask for that which we need. And so, Lord, you said in your word that um, we could ask and it shall be given. And, Lord, we need you. We need you to release. We need you to deliver. We need you to heal. We need you to calm. We need you, God, to do what only to bless. We need need you to do, to cover, to protect, to put your prayer. God, we need you, and we can't do anything without you because we already know that you have the power. And so, Lord, we, we come to you today. Now, Lord, you do it for us, and we'll be so careful to give your name the praise. We resolve in our minds, even now, that all things are working together. For our good. We resolve in our minds now that you are in control. Thank you, God, for being a God who has all power. 
This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me thank you for your time on today. I need you all to let this word um, resonate in your hearts and your minds so that you become the persons that God needs you to be. Let your faith grow. On your mark, get set. Let's grow. I want you to have a great day on purpose. Know that I love you all much.